What to do, where to eat, and people you should know. This is National Lifestyles, the podcast. Hello, listeners, everyone. I'm here with my editor and editor-at-large, Allison and Aaron. We are coming to you with a bit of a strange April podcast, I would say. <laughs> we are um, quarantined in the, in the podcast studio, <laughs> like no joke. Um, Want to talk to you about all things going on in April. Obviously, a lot of events right now are being canceled and rescheduled. We are, in full disclosure, recording this in mid-March for you. Um, we'll talk a little bit about that, but our April issue is what we really want to talk about the most because it's all about restaurants. My favorite topic. Mm, mine too. Right. <laughs> and Aaron, we discussed, we have a podcast we haven't released on you talking about how you're, um, a James Beard nominated writer, food writer. Oh, thanks. And I want to tell people kind of how we work this issue. Yeah. It's a different one. Yeah. Well, you know, it's really hard. So we're our deadline, you know, we're like on it for April and all of this is happening. A week ago was the tornado. This week we're hearing about um, COVID-19 and all of the many things that are changing because of that. Um, it's hard to put out an issue about yeah. restaurants when you know this is all falling around us. But um but I think what we what what I took away from it, and you know, we're, we're we can't change our path at this point. So the restaurant right. issue was out, and um, what we decided to focus on this year were our top favorite new restaurants. So places that have opened since maybe um, early 2019, late 2018, and you know the 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 thing that we always come back to is you know no matter what I've come back to is that no matter. Um, how many restaurants launch in this town, which ha lately it's been a ton. It's slowed a little bit in the last year, but um, everybody's got each other's back. And that especially happened over the last couple of weeks. You could see that the restaurant community and the industry, they pull, they're pulling together. They're, yeah. you know, helping each other out, whether it's, um, you know, offering places for their, for other staff members to work or their, um, you know, feeding each other or they're just showing up and trying to help each other out and they're raising money for the community. So it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. So yes, there are a lot of new restaurants to talk about. Some of them may have been impacted. I'm hoping by the time this is out and hitting that, you know, mid April, we're back at these places, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that was that was the takeaway from this issue. Yeah. But to get there, we had to pick out our top favorites. Um, and and of the maybe 150 plus restaurants that opened in that time frame, wow, we 150. Um, I, I, I guess that's a guesstimate, but okay. yeah, since that time, lot. it is a lot, right? It's a lot of hot chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Not all, um, but. Thank God. <laughs> watching, you know, watching what has come into town and, and we've eaten all of these places more than once, you know, we really kind of scoured the city for this. Um, we, we sort of narrowed it down to our top 29. We should tell people who the we are too. Yeah. Yes. That's a cool story. Yeah. So, uh, well, two great food writers that work with us, um, Nancy Viano, who has been, she's been the critic for the Tennessean for years. And she also once worked as a caterer. She's a lifelong Nashvilleian. Yeah. Um, and Trisha Boyer, who is another uh, awesome food writer. She's also a chocolate broker and she a loves chocolate broker. Yeah. <laughs> and she I'm loves a chocolate to travel. Breaker. <laughs> <laughs> About her business is going up right yeah, now. Seriously. She, uh, yeah, she has a pretty remarkable gig right there. Um, but she also does a lot of fun stuff for us. So, so between the three of us, we looked at, 
you know, the, the restaurants that had come online and what ones we, that really stood out as just like, we want to go back again and again. So, so that's where that list started. And of course we also included a few new hotel concepts that have opened recently. Um, and so, yeah, so we had that, that's the crux of the feature, uh, is our top, our top new favorites. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Every April we do the food restaurant issue. So this, I think, is an awesome topic. And then we yeah. have our we have the full guide to the restaurant, the ultimate restaurant mm-hmm. guide in there, too. Yeah. And we also talked to a lot of what we're calling kind of the boundary pushers here in Nashville, the chefs who are um, about to change the food scene here. You know, they've some of them are established. Some of them are up and coming, but they are folks like. Vivek Surti at Taylor, yeah. you know, and uh, Tom Bayless and Dower Ellis, who started Bok Box together, the the takeout chicken joint. And um, a woman who is just so smart and fun to be around, Lokalani Alabanza, who is the culinary director of Hattie Jane's Creamery, which yeah. is ice cream. And she's one of my favorites that we profile because she really is doing this thing where she's creating all these new ingredients and she's constantly experimenting with ice creams. And she has this sense of, you know, she, it's about creating nostalgia for people. So when you've come up with a flavor that like really hits your, you know, your memories, your, your memory button from childhood, like she's like, that's a win in my book. So oh, that's cool. yeah, she's, she's just a rock star. So, so yeah. So the, and then, you know, we talk about some other things like our city's pop-up culture, the whole pop-up dinner supper club yes. thing is like, it, it, it's always been there. We've always had it. And a couple of years ago, we featured chefs like Sarah Gavigan and Vivek and, um, Tony and Caroline Galson, who were at the time doing pop-ups and yeah. supper clubs. And now they Wait, have, that was what, two years ago? When was that, that? was, um, 13, 2013. 13. Yeah. Okay. So a couple a of years. More than two. Oh, but look at what they've done. I mean, oh, those yeah. are like Nikki's cold fired mm-hmm. Taylor, you know, you've got the otaku empire now, oh, yeah. which is amazing. Um, but they were really the boundary pushers then. And so, and that's continued that culture, but really in the last year it's exploded. Like we're now seeing so many new concepts that are one-offs or, popping up for a residency in another space. Um, and it's been so cool to see it's, it's reflective of our scene right now, which means that it's hard to open a restaurant in Nashville right now. Yeah. So many developers are coming in yeah. and they're making, they're making big demands on leases. They want, there's gotta be a lot of upfront capital. Like it's hard for a local independent chef yeah, to try and get their space mm-hmm. off the ground. So these give them an opportunity to experiment they are allowed to, you know, they're able to build an audience. Um, and then they also are like writing their business plan as they're doing these things. Cause they can tell you that, you know, they, they've got a PL, they've got an understanding of the market and who's going to come out for them. You know, they, it's just, it's really cool to watch. And in light of the difficult times that we're having as a city right now, it's, um, it's fun to watch their creativity show up for one night only. It's like when you go see a live show, yeah. it's like they pour their hearts out and then get on the stage, they do their thing, you know, and it's, it, you only get that one chance to see it, which in this town, obviously there's yeah. a big following for that too. So. Yeah. <laughs> They're <laughs> so, just yeah. all postponed at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think this is something that a lot of people are saying online, but I think it bears repeating as you're reading this issue and you're getting hungry for the food that we're featuring and you're thinking about how much you want to be at these restaurants, 
again, we were recording this in mid-March. We don't know what April looks like right now. Yeah. Um, but let's say your favorite restaurant or what could be your new favorite restaurant is closed down. You can buy a gift certificate, buy a gift card. Mm-hmm. You can do it online. You don't have to touch anybody. And <laughs> that way you're giving them the money now, keeping them afloat, supporting them. Yeah, and then really when nice. all of this passes, you can go to dinner and enjoy all these things that's that we're talking true. about. Yeah. And I mean, even like Rolf and Daughters and other places are creating that s- social distancing space. So they're taking out tables taking out yeah. bar stools so it gives people more room so they are doing yeah, it's tight in there yeah. yeah but they're doing what they can to give people the opportunity to still come out you know yeah. and i think we haven't seen widespread closures but we've seen a lot of messaging from yeah or you know businesses saying this is these are the steps we're taking but we're still open yeah you know I, that's i think has been amazing and i mean it's without social media i don't i don't know how we ever kept up with anything at this point, but especially in a time like this, it's but essential right this now. It really is. Yeah. And so seeing all these bars and restaurants who are being so transparent and saying, we know you're freaked out. Here's what we're doing. We're open. We want to be a place where you can come relax and not think about what's going on outside. Yeah. Here's why you don't have to worry. Yeah. It's been, it's, it's so amazing. And it's also a testament to their employees who are saying, we're going to come to work anyway. We're going to, we're going to be there for the, you know, we were looking online yesterday at, a meme. Is that what the kids call it? I don't know. <laughs> that was like what Cheers would be like today. And it was, and I'll let everyone Google it for themselves. But I mean, like we all have our own Cheers, you know, yeah. for some of us, it's Jay Alexander's for some of us, it's Fox Bar. Like we just, yeah. and so it's nice to kind of know what's going on in their heads and, and yeah. that we can still go and, and escape what's happening beyond the walls. Yeah. yeah. Well, and hopefully again, we're recording mid-March. Yes. We don't know what April looks like in the weeks to come and the months to come. We'll see a little more normalcy in the world. Um, I, can I tell you a funny story for a little levity? Yeah. yeah. So last night I went to dinner at an amazing restaurant, Bourbon Steak. And um, I had been there recently, but did not pay. And <laughs> was like, okay, so I'm not starving. That was my crux when I walked in. I was like, I'm not starving. And they give you, for those who don't know, Bourbon Steak is the restaurant on top of the JW. And they give you this really great um, little French fry appetizer to start off mm, with. So right? good. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so good. It's so smart. Yeah. Yeah, so good. So we have that and I'm like, I'm even less hungry at this point. <laughs> so I'm having a couple of old fashions and I was like, you know what? I'm just looking at the menu and I'm like, man, I had a really good Last time I was here, Wagyu steak, and it was just a four ounce. It's the perfect size. (laughs) So the waiter says to me, you know, what do you want? And I said, I'm going to do this four ounce Wagyu steak. And it says market price. And I don't think a thing about it. And he says, oh, yeah, you're ordering like a rock star. And I was like, "Okay." And (laughs) you're like, thank you. I proceed to have another couple of old fashions. Thank God. (laughs) And then my little four ounce steak comes out. My friend has a uh, big eight or 16 ounce, whatever it was strip, right? Yeah. It was 16. Cause it was four times the amount of food. Wow. Now here's where the lesson comes in. <laughs> There's Read. a word in here that we need to pay attention to. Yeah. Market starts, price. Oh, I was going with wagon. <laughs> well, yeah. Those price. things combined. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, market is down right now. So I should have negotiated. Discount stakes for all. I had one quarter of the food of the beef 
He had one quarter of the price. Oh. It was almost 200 bucks for four ounces. Now, I will tell you, it tasted like butter. I was going to say. The yeah. bet. I'm I guess sure. It was, I reread it. I was, it's an A5, which is an Audi and apparently a really good steak. <laughs> well, you could lease the Audi for what I paid for the steak. But oh. it was so, so good. You absolutely get what you pay for there. Oh, I mean, you pay the value. It's oh. yes, it's pricey. But yes. it is. But, you, just... but read the menu. And the hospitality. <laughs> that's one of the best that, that they have some of the best service in this town. Like they they yeah. pay close attention. And even if you're a, rep- a repeat customer, like they know what you're becoming. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I do like it. And there's, you know, there's a lot of great steakhouses here. I mean, Cane Prime is kind of like the staple. Mm-hmm. Um, the Palm. And, the Palm is yeah. definitely a staple. You've got Ruth's Chris. You've got Morton's. I love Jeff Ruby. You talk about service. Well, I oh, love yeah. about Jeff, Jeff Ruby. Ruby's yes. service. I don't understand how they know your name. And I mean, I've gone there a few times, but not enough, right? That they're like, they know your name. And it's not just like from the reservation. They know your first name. They tend to know what you've ordered. It's kind of like they really get you. Even no, like the drink. Yeah. This is how well they know your name. I went oh, in um, before Hamilton. We went to go see Hamilton with some friends. Yeah. And we went to Jeff Ruby first. And they know you by name so well that they were able to say, Allison, I'm sorry, you didn't make a reservation and we don't have room for you. That's how <laughs> well they know me. <laughs> Ouch. Did that really happen? Yeah, that really happened. Oh, it's fine. I'm fine. There was no room at the, well, it's busy. It was, Hamilton, it was before on. Hamilton. I, I mean, yeah. it was, it was a foolish thing to go in without a reservation. I was like, oh, I'll just sit at the bar. I saw one stool and I was like, peace out three friends. I'm yeah. going to go over there. Tough luck guys. Find you your can, own you spot. Stand, right? I do think it's the best. I think Jeff, Mar- Jeff Ruby's is the best martini in town, but that's, oh, yeah. I mean, they were there for steak. But well, yeah, okay, we, so. we didn't have like a steakhouse culture a couple. I mean, when no. I got here in 2012, there were a couple, but those were the old school guys. And now we've got some crazy. And, and SDK, which is SDK, one of the new ones. Yeah. And then there's always Sperry's. Yeah. Which, man, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what? I, I got to rep a, the Sperry's. I love the Sperry's. We had a, a big, a big dilemma at the house the other night because we have been waiting to celebrate something in Joe's career. And um, we finally got the go ahead to celebrate. And our plan had been a Sperry's night where we just like spared no expense. Mm-hmm. Um, all the market price. And, um, <laughs> a lot of market. <laughs> yeah. And um, and we were like, but the salad bar. Oh, like in this in this time. Yeah. yeah. How, does that work? how do you enjoy which I mean, the steaks at Sperry's are fantastic. The the food is fantastic, but that salad bar is so key to your experience. <laughs> yes, the chilled plate. Yes. And like, I, at first I was like, it's not that bad. Like, we'll just wash our hands after we touch the tongs. But then I'm like, but how many people does it make to put together a salad bar? Yeah. All of those people. I mean, do you, okay, so I'm, I'm going to go dark for a minute on the podcast, Please. ladies and kids. Um, Do you ever go back from that? Like, let's think about it. Right. right? I mean, coronavirus yeah. right now is the thing. The flu has always been a thing. Mm-hmm. We've done this before, but I'm like, are we at a point as a society now where that stuff's going to change, where there are no more buffets and salad bars? I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. not for a while. Not for a while. Weren't you on a cruise and they, they yes. said we the were, buffet was shut down or yeah, something? We were we were on a cruise at the end of January. So it was before it had really hit. It had really hit. I mean, it was it was affecting people in China and we were starting to hear about it and we knew it, it could be a thing. But we were in the middle of the Caribbean and over the loudspeaker, yeah. <laughs> they came and said, we will cease buffet service at this time. And I mean, you couldn't even serve your own ketchup. You literally had to take a cup up to a person who would squirt the ketchup in. And then you'd wow. be like, a little more, 
a little more. <laughs> or in my case, ranch dressing, which needs to cover all foods. I'm like, can I just keep it going? Can you keep it going? Just more? If you think that's too much, a little more. There's but never enough ranch dressing. There's never enough, especially when you're covering up cruise food. Oh, God. So, um, yeah, it was it was terrifying then. And now now it's now they're not doing cruises anymore. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's R.I.P. cruises. Yeah. Things are yeah. going to change, but then things will either be a new normal or they will go back to the old normal. It's just going to take some time and, and it may take, you know, a lot of us all watching Netflix in the house for a few weeks while we get it all reset. Yes. And ordering takeout. That's my upbeat version. It's not what I scream into my pillow at night, but still. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to take a little break. And we'll come right back and talk about some of the new restaurants in town. Experience golf at its best at Gaylord Springs Golf Links. Named one of Tennessee's top public courses, Gaylord Springs offers 18 scenic and challenging holes, as well as the purest putting surfaces around. Also home to the Golf Institute, your destination for golf instruction, club fitting, and club repair. Experience Gaylord Springs for yourself. Tea times are available, so reserve yours now. Call 615-458-1730 or visit GaylordSprings.com. Welcome back, everybody. So I want to talk a little bit more about some of the your favorite restaurants in the issue. Yeah, I well, like I said, we ate it all, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Collectively, we did. But I feel like I've eaten at 99% of these restaurants. Um, Do you have like a top three or four? Yeah, I would say so. So a place that I've been going to, especially at lunchtime, is Lou. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. opened on the east side and it's in this little cottage that um, used to have a different restaurant. But the chef, Mylia Wager, has um, just created this great little menu and she's has some French influence, but she grew up in California. So there's just a lot of great like edible flowers and just beautiful greens and um, beautiful juices, too. Hmm. They've done a great job there. So um, I also... Speaking of that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, Redheaded Stranger. Oh, was I another love it. one. Oh man. I know it's a Good taco place. Tacos. But that green chili burger. I have not oh. had it yet. And every time they post a picture, I am like, why am I not rushing oh, over man. to get this right Rush, now? Go today. Yeah, I'll go today. Yeah. It needs because to And they make the breakfast tacos that, yes. we, that we enjoy right before we get on yes. the podcast. They, so they distribute their breakfast tacos to Kettner Coffee if in case you're looking and so can't get bad. over there, yeah. Um, but go early because they will run out. They'll sell yeah, out. They sell oh, out yeah. Fast. Tater tots, black beans, some mm. spice. It's delicious. Um, another one that uh, opened right at the end of 2018, and we included some of those restaurants because we haven't really had a chance to celebrate them yet, but uh, Chottable yes. is over in my neck of the woods on the west side. And um, her, I mean, just the food is so bright and beautiful and like, Fun. It's one of Manit Shohan's restaurants yep. who has obviously Shohan and Mockingbird and Tansal. Yep. And it's just been a great little, just, you know, she, I, I could, I could eat there every week. There's one thing there that I had that was phenomenal. And the thing it was on a, the buns that you couldn't remember the name I couldn't of. remember the name. <laughs> I, I would butcher it if I did, but just go in and say it's, I think it's like a sweet potato puree made kind of like a burger. It's a slider, Ooh. but it, there's no meat in it. It's oh, like sweet potato. And yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. I love there at dinner, they do a butter chicken. Oh, that oh, butter chicken is insane. So good. And they, so, for all of my, my fellow gluten-free friends, they are really great about gluten-free stuff. Nice. Um, and I 
the night Brian and I went had, I think it was called why did the chicken cross the road or something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. The sauce on it was so good. And I kept being like, are you sure this is gluten-free? Because it was so <laughs> creamy and it just felt like there should be some, it was amazing. So the butter chicken for, for our listeners, cause mm. I don't know who is fluent in Indian like me, like I, <laughs> are you? No, but Manit schooled me. So, um, so actually Stacy who works for Manit schooled me, but it is not, <laughs> Tiki Marsala is not the right way to say it. It's Tiki. No, hold on. Tikka. Tiki. Well, I obviously have had a small stroke while trying to say this. (laughs) You're having some kind of Tikka yourself. We need need to get Manit in here. Yes. So she can school all of us. I've been talking to her about her schedule. We were texting yesterday. Great. Manit, if you're listening, get your happy ass in here. We love you. We need more Manit time. Tikka Masala. 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 Tikka I'm going to have hard tell us how to say yeah. it. Because I'm just going to say tiki masala every time. I get and if you, just, tabby. if you just want to eat the food, go. Yeah. Go yes. to Chattable. You, you just point you to point. things. <laughs> so good. Big fan of that. So, do yeah. You, I mean, there are a ton of restaurants in this Do you list, have a new but, favorite right now? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, What's what's my new favorite? Well, okay. I, I can't claim it as a favorite because we still haven't gone. Mm. But I am still dying to get to Once Upon a Time in France. <laughs> yeah, we've talked and about that about I eleven know. times. Yet on this another podcast. person yesterday told me somebody actually somebody that I was interviewing for our April issue, Laura Veltz, who's a songwriter who wrote Speechless for Dan and Shay and the Bones from Aaron Morris. Um, I was asking her some of her favorite places, and she said that's one of them. And I was just like, man, what is wrong with me? Yeah. So I mean, you got to get over there. And I also think not to not to be a Debbie Downer, but the a lot of my usual places, I live in East Nashville, a lot of my usual places did take a hit from the from yeah. the tornado. And so to have the opportunity to try new places or go back to places that I haven't been in a while that are able to do business and that are doing good things in the community, this mm-hmm. is like a great time for me to be able to get over there and, yeah. and yeah. support. You know, yeah. And there's so many good restaurants in Nashville now right now. I mean, obviously yeah. we want to support, but... They're great restaurants in other parts of town. Germantown, Germantown Cafe, that's a staple. Hopefully they'll be rebuilding. I know. Um, my favorite on the list, since no one asked me, that's totally fine. I'll Brian, you anyway. what's your favorite we newbie? You'll never guess. <laughs> um, I do love STK, but let me tell you why. They have a sauce plate that has like 18 sauces. And oh, I'm a yes. big believer that French fries are just a means for ketchup. <laughs> and so they have it for the steaks. And it's like freaking unbelievable. There's an STK sauce and then an STK I think it's called SDK Plus, which Ooh. is like the spicier one. Damn, it's good. <laughs> and they have this martini that has jalapeno juice in it that's like sweet and spicy. Oh, will set you free, my friends. Set you, set free. you free. So, yeah. All I right. Love it. All right. Well, yeah. So you guys are well equipped. <laughs> yeah. Our, you listeners out there to get out there and eat when the time is right for you, because yeah. hopefully that's any minute now. Yeah, and I, I I will mention that the issue is filled with food. It is a cornucopia <laughs> of food, but we do okay. also have um, some other topics in there. It is our fashion issue, um, which is, you know, it's tough to pair food and fashion because once you eat all that food, your fashion, <laughs> your sizing options change a little bit. But um, That's why they make drawstrings. Exactly. <laughs> Thank God joggers are in. Um But we talked to Tiffany Gifford, who is a celebrity stylist. She most notably works with Miranda Lambert and um, has for years and has kind of defined Miranda's style. Um, But she also works with Maddie and Tay and she um, works with a lot of 
uh, amazing people. She works with Brett Eldridge, um, a lot of really amazing, well-dressed clients. Um, and so we had her take over Ed Picks this month. And so she curated uh, when everyone sees the things that she picked out. I mean, there's some aspirational items in there. Like, <laughs> let's just give everybody a heads up. There is we a, can all use those. To there look, is a to look pretty at. amazing Gucci piece that I would die to have in my home. Um, and I will just say that, but that's definitely something people should check out because her picks are amazing and you're just going to want to tack them up to your wall and put them on your vision board. (laughs) Or, you know, some of you will go right out and buy them and buy them for me, please. (laughs) (laughs) One for you. Yep. One for Allison. (laughs) One for you. Two for me. One for me. One for me. Oh, I love it. Well, that's great. Well, thanks all our listeners for hanging in with us today. I hope by the time you hear this, we are all back to regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> we have, I'll also mention in our close, we have a couple of events coming up that we are hoping will still be going on. We have a food fest that's scheduled for April. If you'll check on our website, we'll let you know when that actually will be scheduled. Um, it'll be down in the Gulch and we're going to have different restaurants compete for the best drink and bite. Um, the winner goes to the World Food Championships, which is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have our annual Battle of the Burger coming up in May. Hopefully, again, these dates will stay. But um, last year, we had 16 restaurants that competed for the best burger. It's unbelievable. And I tried burgers. every single one of them <laughs> twice. <laughs> well, you know, I, I was one of the judges last year. And let me tell you, that was, <laughs> that was a, a giant, giant chore. <laughs> How'd you feel the next day? Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are fulfilling days at work and there are filling <laughs> days <laughs> at work. <laughs> well, we do call that one a work burke. But yeah. Yeah. So hopefully keep in, uh, checking with us on social media, nationalizedsales.com. We'll keep you up to date on when those events are. And then, of course, we want to, again, thank our sponsor for the podcast, Sound Waves at Gaylord Opryland Hotel. Allison and I went and checked it out. It was so much fun. We had there's, way too much fun. There's obviously the slides, the Lazy River. You can surf. There's the indoor part, the outdoor part. But they had really, speaking of food. Oh, my. Yes. Really good tacos the and nachos. The tacos and the nachos. I mean, and it's chef's food, kiss. Food like, for everybody. Just, food for everybody. Yes. Yeah. Like they really did an, a really great job with that. They did. And their bar for those Signature of us that are Signature cocktails. I, mean, I had a margarita that was like unbelievably good. Nice. It was. Yeah. And 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 also bears noting that if you are going there kid free, which we did, unless we count <laughs> yes, one of us, definitely. Um, <laughs> that they do have like an adult pool with its own bar and it overlooks the whole thing. And it just, um, you know, we were too busy enjoying the rest to spend a lot of time up there but it was i mean it's just a really cool place no matter what age you are and kind of what your your circumstance and being at opryland is yeah so check it out thanks for listening follow us on social media at nashville lifestyles on everything facebook twitter instagram at nashville lifestyles thank you for listening to nashville lifestyles the podcast magazine of music city for 20 years in nashville follow along with us on all platforms instagram facebook twitter at nashville lifestyles and sign up for our e-newsletter on nashvillelifestyles.com to stay informed of everything we do from the magazine stories to the events nashville lifestyles